So these are not bought in sound effects. These are genuinely royalty free. I am in the heart of a forest near to me. It's definitely not the wild, but uh, it's a managed forest. But you know, I feel a long way from anybody. I've been hiking for about an hour this morning, only seen a couple of people at the start. Um, and it's just me in the forest, no headphones, just listening to the sounds, the birds, watching the sun rise as I walk through the forest. It's just been beautiful. So I mentioned on the last episode that I wanted to share some kind of mini bonus episodes with ideas on these kind of micro adventures or mini adventures, if you like. And um, I really wanted to share those whilst out this morning. It just it just seemed like the right thing to do. It's so beautiful out here. And my week has started in absolutely the right way, adventurously, just out in nature. And so it seemed like the perfect venue to uh, to share some ideas with you. And I, I said before, adventures don't have to be these kind of majestic, grand, daring uh, kind of events in your life. In fact, some of the best adventures I think I've ever had are just these kind of spontaneous, maybe even quite tame, but amazing mini adventures packed into a, a busy schedule so I'm going to give you these bite-sized ideas uh, for everyday adventures these are kind of small easy to execute don't need a huge amount of planning and I referred to them before as micro adventures that's a, a term popularized by Alistair Humphreys um, he's a former National Geographic Adventurer of the Year which is a pretty cool award isn't it um, he's done some huge crazy challenges he walked across India I think he's paddled the Yukon. Uh, he's also written some fantastic books, one of which is titled Micro Adventures, and, it, and it's well worth, a, well worth a read. So big hat tip to Alistair for the inspiration. I like to call these uh, everyday adventures because they really can be just packed into your, your everyday life. So if you're dreaming of adventure and really don't know where to start, or it's been a while since your last big challenge, or this is just the first step and you just really want to get going it doesn't really matter just here's one for you to give a go and this one's probably the lowest barrier to entry into adventurous living and I already mentioned it uh, in episode one so it's the natural place for us to start and it's all about falling out asleep outside no tent no fuss no intense planning no packing no preparation just grab a sleeping bag and a roll mat or even a blanket and some pillows and that's it Okay, I'm back home now after a great hike this morning. And I've got to say, if you are looking to live more adventurously, you could do a lot worse than getting up early and finding you know, a great area of natural beauty to go and walk around. A forest, local park, or, or public space with, with loads of greenery, or even the beach if you're lucky enough to live by the ocean. Uh, it's just such a great way uh, to connect with nature and kick your week off in the right way with an adventurous mindset. But we're talking about everyday adventures and this first idea was falling asleep outside. And of course, I made it sound very easy. Just grab a sleeping bag and away you go. But I appreciate for some of you, it may be harder than that. It may be harder because you've never done it before and it's actually quite intimidating. Or it could be something as simple as you don't have a garden and so it becomes a little bit more significant in terms of going out to a, a, a wild space near to your home and, and camping outside. So let's talk about some of the things that you can do to try and make this easier. Uh, so number one 
if you do have a garden, you're already winning. It's so easy to do. You can literally just have your dinner, uh, have some water, brush your teeth, go to the bathroom, and then literally as you're ready to go to bed, you're just swapping your bedroom uh, for the garden. And it really is that simple. And even in the garden, there are different levels. So, you know, level one is just just go out there and lie down on a roll mat with a sleeping bag and stare at the sky. What a great way to fall asleep. But that for you may be still a little bit intimidating or maybe new to you. So, you know, living adventurously is all about doing what feels right for you. It feels adventurous for you. It's not what feels adventurous for other people. So if that's still a little bit much for you, you know, go online and look at how to set up a tarp or a basher uh, so you can have a bit of a cover over you, or even just put your put your tent up in the garden. Uh, but maybe have it unzipped so you can kind of lie with your head out so you can see the sky, but you have the safety and the comfort of a tent there that you can kind of shrink back into when you're ready to really fall asleep. If you don't have a garden, I definitely appreciate it is that much harder. And so let's talk about some of the things that you can do to kind of make it easy. So first of all, you should check out what the the local... Uh, regulations are for wild camping and so you know I'm lucky enough to have listeners already in North America in Europe uh, mainland UK um, or you know many parts of the world really and obviously the regulations are going to be different wherever you are so do check those out I think for the most part in my experience as long as you're respectful you're unlikely to have any issues uh, with with kind of public space landowners so being respectful means you know not camping down on a main path or thoroughfare making sure that you're not lighting fires, leaving a mess, leaving litter. So they're the kind of things to be to be thoughtful of. Uh, And then the other thing is, you know, make sure you find a high spot. So when you go out walking, uh, maybe go recceing during the day and try and find a space during the day so that you're comfortable and familiar with the surroundings, but also trying to find that high spot. So if you camp at the bottom of a hill or of a a slope uh, and it does rain in the night, you're going to find that you're going to get pretty wet. Uh, so that's definitely a, a top tip. Outside of that, you know, obviously weather is is a, a key indicator. So think about uh, where uh, where you're going to sleep, but also think about what the weather's going to be like. And and as you get more experience, you may find that the weather is less of an issue for you, other than making sure that you pack and prepare the right kind of clothing and and sleeping bag. Um, but early on, you may want to kind of eliminate some of the variables. So maybe kit, pick a a nice you know cool but uh, not cold, clear night where there isn't rain expected. And the added bonus is that with a clear night, you're going to have a great view of the sky, so you'll see stars, and that is just a kind of majestic way to, to spend the evening. Um, outside of that, if you if wild camping is not permitted in your area, or you're just genuinely very nervous about that, I've recently discovered um, that here in the UK, there's um, a, a collection of uh, campsites that have got together and they're called nearly wild camping and and it's quite clever what they've done they've essentially created spaces where people can camp or uh, you know put up a bash or a tarpaulin or even hammocks but they're the pitches are far away from each other so that such that you feel like you're in the wild uh, and also the light pollution is very very low uh, and so you really have this kind of nearly wild experience but with some kind of safety parameters around you Um, So again, if that's something that you're a little bit nervous about, that could be a great option for you to take a look at. The other thing that I would suggest is that you consider taking a friend. So obviously you get to share the enjoyment, which is always a lot of fun. Um, But also you get that comfort of having somebody there, somebody knows that you're there. And so you've got that safety element as well. 
And so, you know, this is a great thing to do with friends. If you have kids, uh, you've really got a great opportunity to do something very special with them. And this will definitely be one of those things that they absolutely remember when they're older and they're looking back on their childhood. And you'll make some incredible memories with them. And if all this sounds a little bit silly, you know, kind of sleeping outside, uh, I promise you it's something that you'll really enjoy. And it is a very adventurous thing to do. You're going to connect with kind of a more primitive version of yourself. And you're really sleeping like your early ancestors slept, you know, wherever they happen to be, under the stars. And that's, that's got to be a great thing. There really is only one barrier to doing this, and that is you. So I promise you, you're never too old to have an adventure like this. And it, and it really is something that I think you can take great enjoyment from. And that leads to the last tip, really, which is all about just have fun. Just enjoy this experience. And while you're lying there under the stars, enjoying this really raw experience of sleeping outside without a roof over your head, start thinking about some of the other adventures that you may you may want to go on as you start to live more adventurously. So that's it. That's step one. Pretty basic, but it's a great way to get going. And I'm really excited to hear how you get on. And I would love it if you could post your pictures and videos on Instagram and tag me at One Day Adventurer and let me know how you get on with sleeping in the, in the great outdoors. That's everything from me. I'm really looking forward to getting the next episode to you on Thursday of this week. Until then, stay happy, stay healthy, and don't forget to live adventurously. Mm-hmm.